ஆவணம் மனநம் நிதித்தியாசனம் லெசன் ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் அண்ட் அப்சார்ப் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் சாய்ராம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அவர் ரேடியோ சீரீஸ் இன் விச் அ டிவைன் டிஸ்கோர்ஸ் பை பகவான் இஸ் பிளேட் இன் ஸ்மால் பார்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஃபாலோவிங் ஈச் பார்ட் ஐ ஷார்ட் டிஸ்கஷன் இஸ் அண்டர் டேக்கன் டு ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த மெசேஜ் திஸ் இஸ் அ பார்ட் ஆஃப் ரேடியோ சாய்ஸ் ஃபர்ஸ்டே லைஃப் ஹோஸ்டெட் பை சாய் பிரகாஷ் அண்ட் பிரேம் எவ்ரி ஃபர்ஸ்டே அட் செவன் தேர்ட்டி பிஎம் only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony in today's episode which was first broadcast live on 29th may 2014 mr sunam gamtso an alumnus of bhagwan's university participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 The clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 1st June 1990. Welcome dear listeners to this week's episode of Shravanam Mananam Nadidhyasanam. As always this is Prem from Team Radio Sai beginning by offering a humble pranams at Bhagwan's lotus feet. With me as always I have brother Sai Prakash to co-host the show for you. And like we had the previous week, we still have the company of brother Sonam, an alumnus of Bhagwan's University, a very well-known composer and singer of bhajans. And uh, on behalf of all of you, I'll welcome him once again to our show. Sairam sir. Sairam. Sairam sir Prakash. Sairam Prem. Actually, more than just a composer and a singer of bhajans, he's a good musician. <laughs> I would <Right>. say <laughs> that's what defines him in a nutshell. Because even the Bridge Across Time series that the alumni have brought out, mm-hmm. I think Sir has been involved in the composing of the music right, right. right from the beginning. You know, even as you're saying that Sir is a good musician, hmm. in discos, I think sometime in the early 80s, mm-hmm. Swami gave the importance of Sai bhajans or bhajans as it is sung in Swami's presence. Okay. and how it's more special than to be a bhajan singer and composer than to be a musician <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because swami says in that you know there are so many types of singing mm-hmm. swami says even in devotional singing swami says there is nama sankirtana guna there is guna sankirtana mm-hmm. bhava sankirtana jana sankirtana yeah sankirtana itself jana sankirtana swami said that you sing in a group mm. swami said and gave various examples he said bhava sankirtana chaitanya mahaprabhu mm. nama sankirtana is uh, i think tyagaraja mm. i think tyagaraja is guna sankirtana and swami gave so many such examples mm. and then swami said you are all so fortunate because you are able to do all this mm. by participating in bhajans and in the immediate presence of the master the lord himself in the, in the very presence of swami yeah mm. nothing could be better and that way All of us are very fortunate and sir, you are a little more fortunate than us. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the most miraculous thing. Mm-hmm. The manner in which, you know, Swami shapes us like, mm. like a sculptor, master sculptor, you know. He really molds us into something that we would have never earlier even thought of. Like Correct. I could have never imagined myself sitting and uh, composing bhajans, but then... the fact of the matter is that i never composed any bhajans <laughs> i just received the bhajans like any of the other bhajan composers they have all received the bhajans from bhagwan on mm. in all humility and joy mm. and the only privilege is that we are the first recipients correct <laughs> very true so with that uh, 
interesting intro <laughs> let us go into this little uh, discourse interestingly you know the discourse the 14 discourse in that series called practice and precept yes till now whatever swami has spoken if we just go through what the few clips you played mm-hmm. whatever swami has spoken is about you know where, where swami is talking about having that eye of wisdom uh, swami gave the example of the musk deer which does not know that the fragrance is within and such is outside I wonder how much of practice is involved in the recognition of any of these things which Swami has told. Hmm. I mean, most of these things are beyond the uh, a person's ability to do something and get to that. Correct. Isn't it? Correct. Going back to that discourse which Swami gave a few uh, weeks back when we went through, mm-hmm. Swami said, just stop doing everything. Stop doing <laughs> sadhana. Correct, correct. You cannot do anything to achieve this. Mm. Interesting where Swami is going to bring the concept of practice and precept. No, but uh, there is one point Swami makes here, which is very interesting. He says, according to the Vedas, mm-hmm. he says, So he says, only by renunciation, you can achieve, you can get immortality. Yes. And then he goes on to explain. He says, in this very discourse, he says, what is renunciation? It's not running away from your family nor giving up your wife and children and uh, going somewhere else and you say, I've renounced the world. It's not that. He says, it stems from the main the main cause for uh, for this delusion is your identification with the body. With the body. Very clearly he says, Dihanubhuti. Then he says, nothing else, nothing else will make you realize this. Only thing you have to do is say, I am not the body. I am not the senses, the mind, the intellect. All these are my instruments. It looks like, you know, this is the only practical thing in the sense, something that we may have to do. We are already embodiments of divinity. But to remove this covering of maya that is there, you have to reassert yourself. I think that's, that's the practice part of it. Mm. <laughs> no, so many times, mm. you know, Swami would illustrate this uh, with beautiful examples and uh, mm-hmm. even for the children. Mm-hmm. And then it would apply to even an elderly person, to anybody of any age. Correct. Like, uh, am I this body? Mm. These are the litmus tests, you know. Mm. How do you really come to the conclusion that you are not this body? Mm. So, am I this body? My head, my mm. body, mm. my clothes. Mm. So, in the same strain, you also say that my body, hmm. just like the way you say my correct. shirt. Correct, correct. And then ultimately, if it is uh, your shirt, hmm. my shirt, hmm. then are you the shirt? Exactly. Then are you the body in the same strain? Hmm. Then you are the possessor of the body. You hmm. are the master, the possessor of this body. Hmm. The same way you are the possessor, the master, the owner of your of your shirt. Correct. So so beautifully and makes it so graphic and makes it so <laughs> you know. In fact, he gives uh, many examples to explain. Mm -hmm. He says, it's like the cloud that blocks the light of the sun. The cloud which comes out from the, because of the sun's rays only. Uh, Then he gives another example of how the cataract born from the eye blurs the vision. Blurs the vision. But um, very beautifully, the modern Kaliyug avatar that Swami is, in one of the discourses, as Mm -hmm. he was telling this, he was talking about uh, Shravan Kumar, who was looking after his parents. You know, (laughs) he says, they were old people and they could not see. Mm -hmm. And in those days, they didn't have cataract operations. (laughs) 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 He says, nowadays you have cataract operation. Poor thing, at that time, they didn't have cataract operations. So, he had to carry them. <laughs> no netra <laughs> No netra. So, <laughs> he, he <laughs> explains hmm. that it is like cataract. 
and the cataract that is born from the eye has to be removed that itself comes and blurs I think the that's the most interesting thing of the way swami would explain mm-hmm. once uh, i remember one of our lecturers were explaining mm-hmm. that swami started telling one chinna katha mm-hmm. and uh, later a student came and told this sir about that's a chinna katha which swami has narrated over and over again so many mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. so this boy who was listening to it he said oh this chinna katha i've heard it mm-hmm. and he said swami narrated the entire chinna katha and the last mm-hmm. line he twisted the moral of the story so completely <laughs> give a new dimension <laughs> give a absolutely new dimension mm-hmm. you know that is that was a surprise element in the way swami would explain that's true a bit of humor would be there a bit of twist in the in, in the tale itself sometimes i mean to what extent to explain advaita <laughs> talk about cataract i think just before we started the session you were sharing a very beautiful incident just a reflection of one of those days when you came early to the mandir can you please repeat it yeah this was way back in 1984 okay mm-hmm. that day we just felt like going to the mandir a little bit early mm-hmm. and uh, some of the seniors and bhajan boys we had the privilege to do that okay so we were right there in the mandir just a few of us mm-hmm. and then that day by our really good great good fortune swami mm-hmm. just came out very early mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then instead of going out and giving darshan mm-hmm. straight away he came inside the bhajan inside the mandir mm-hmm. and then he spent a good almost you know 45 minutes to 50 minutes with us mm-hmm. sitting on that pedestal on which the throne is kept you know correct right next so, to the tiger's tiger head, head. Okay. yeah so swami was sitting there mm-hmm. and then what was you know seemingly small pep talks like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but he was he started with wordsworth that day okay <laughs> swami said you know wordsworth mm-hmm. a great poet okay then we said swami william wordsworth mm-hmm. like i was uh, so jubilant you know because mm-hmm. i knew about william wordsworth mm-hmm. and uh, because my mother had really drilled into my into my system mm-hmm. uh, all these great luminaries uh, you know these great poets and i almost could uh, you know remember most of the uh, wonderful poetry the one, most of the poems that they had written mm-hmm. so swami said can any one of you recite uh, so before that swami said wordsworth mm-hmm. was an a pure advaitin swami said my god <laughs> william wordsworth was an yeah. advaitin <laughs> okay the moment he said that mm-hmm. he also said at the end of it which mm-hmm. i i might forget to add mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. swami said see William Wordsworth never had the fortune mm. to live with an avatar. Wow. You have the fortune to live with the avatar and still where is your realization? My god. Then Swami said, "Can any one of you recite one of the poems written mm-hmm. by Wordsworth?" I knew the daffodils. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Swami daffodils, mm. I know daffodils." Ha, bolo. Mm. Then I said, "Swami, I just little bit of it. The, it mm. starts so beautifully. Mm. I wandered lonely as a cloud mm-hmm. that soars on high over vales and hills, mm. and all at once I saw a crowd, mm. a host of golden daffodils." So <laughs> the whole imagery is so beautiful mm. that the poet was just romping about in nature mm. uh, early in the morning. Mm. all of a sudden he mm-hmm. saw a host of golden daffodils mm-hmm. then swami stopped there and said those flowers mm-hmm. you know they are very short lived uh-huh it blossoms in the morning and withers away in the evening okay by evening it's not there mm-hmm. then next morning there are again another host of flowers you know mm-hmm. so that is all uh, creation preservation and dissolution going on in one day, one day. in a trance <laughs> and then swami said now you tell the poem and i started i continued telling the poem that mm-hmm. besides the lake beneath the trees fluttering mm-hmm. and dancing in the breeze a poet couldn't but be gay in such a jocund company and all that i said and the last part the most beautiful the the punch lines you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. 
are and oft mm. when on my couch I lie mm-hmm. in vacant or in pensive mood mm. they flash upon the inward eye which mm. is the bliss of solitude and then my heart with pleasure fills and mm. dances with the daffodils <laughs> now this beautiful poem i knew the literary meaning of it and so many times i had even uh, you know scored very good marks mm-hmm. but the spiritual significance of that poem for oh. the first time in my life i heard from bhagwan swami just point blank asked me what is the mind's eye oh. that inner inward eye mm. swami said mind's eye what is the mind's eye mm. bolo mm. then swami said what is the mood mm. that pensive mood mm. so swami was telling what is the mood so i said swami it's the meditative mood mm. when we sit alone ah swami said that is the mood when you drive away the whole world world away and then you are all alone mm. so that is the pensive mood that is the mood swami said mm. so in that mood what happens is all that you see mm-hmm. all that you have experienced mm. they start flashing mm-hmm. you start seeing it perceiving it with a mind's eye and then you become one with the joy because you would have experienced so much of joy mm. at a gross level mm. then he so beautifully he said wo dusra pehle wala jo tha wo bhuta kaash hai ye chitta kaash hai wo chida kaash hai swami said this bhuta kaash chitta kaash chida kaash so mind's eye is the chitta kaash then swami said at that level at the subconscious level because you have gone from the travel from the gross to the subtle mm. so you become very powerful expansive your imaginations can go beyond the horizon anant hota hai swami said anant hota hai then once you transcend even that mm. and go to the chidakash mm. then you are infinity and that is the advaitic point that is what wordsworth was telling so i said i am actually for real you know mm. uh, paucity of time i am just narrating it this much only but you know this was the essence of what swami said and another thing is so thrilling you know mm. uh, it, it becomes so difficult sometimes you get almost emotional mm. uh, your hair stand on and when you mm. even think of those wonderful moments when swami was so beautifully Mm. and in such simple words simple manner mm. he wanted us to he was making us understand the philosophy of advaita mm-hmm. through a poem written by an <laughs> englishman <laughs> amazing at some point of time <laughs> i think that was one of the things which swami did yeah swami is telling about gnana chakshu mm. that perspective which swami gave mm. to look for this in whatever you do and whatever you see yes, whatever yes. you learn I think that was one of the greatest boons Swami gave. I, I remember uh, Gangadhar Shastri sir telling, you know, when he was taking a class in Ishrama School. Mm-hmm. Those were the days when Swami would walk into any of the classes, and one day Swami walked into his class, and Swami asked, "Teacher, what are you teaching?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "Swami, I'm teaching about liberty." He was mm-hmm. a political science teacher, right? He said, "Swami, liberty." <laughs> Swami said, "Very good," but. even as you teach liberty once in a while even teach about liberation ah <laughs> so beautiful so profound. you know that is the beauty of the way swami was mm. constantly telling do whatever you're doing but keep your mind always on that in, in in the search for that never lose sight of that going back to the discourse <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i think towards the end swami was very really referring to what sir was explaining so beautifully you know that mm. moment Swami is talking about Advaita Nanda. Mm. Advaita Nanda. So, yeah. What a beautiful uh, word that Swami uses. Mm. Nityananda, Brahmananda, Advaita Nanda. Swami says. Mm. 
Swami gives those examples of the musk deer and of the right. elephant. Elephant not knowing its own strength, but is being controlled by the small uh, rod of the mahut. Yeah. And then he tells about the musk deer, which has the fragrance coming from within itself. So those are examples Swami gives and says, you are verily the Atman, your nature is Atma. And you are just um, covering it up with this maya called the creation. <laughs> I think some somewhere earlier Swami mentioned that you should give up the doership. That right. was one point which Swami brought out. Swami spoke about how you gradually give up body consciousness, and through that you attain uh, attachment towards God. Correct. Those uh, four steps, Swami said. Yeah. No? Yeah. Deha virakti with daiva asakti yes. gives you bandha vimochana and mm. moksha prapti. Correct. <laughs> so beautifully, Swami said. You know, it's, Swami said it's a process which happens simultaneously. Even as you give up body consciousness, you get more and more attached to God. Mm. In fact, in another discourse, Swami says the only attachment worth having is attachment towards God, mm. because that attachment will remove all the other attachments. It's something which is so strong. Somewhere here, Swami mentions about the silence. You know, the same solitude that you were talking about, yeah. which uh, William Wordsworth uh, experienced. That silence and that solitude that uh, when you touch that note of nothingness. Yeah, the bliss and, of solitude. Uh, the bliss of solitude. Because here also Swami mentions about if you want to really water a tree, you're not going to go and water the flowers, the branches. And you're going to water the roots. Roots. And um, there is this beautiful uh, analogy which Swami gives and which is there in the Gita as well. Bijam Mam Sarva Bhutanam. Yeah, Swami mentions yeah. that in this discourse. How the seed in absolute silence, in, <laughs> I would say, it's just under the earth and it waits for the right time yeah. when it has to sprout. It has got the entire tree within itself and it just waits in silence. Because there is a beautiful book mm -hmm. called uh, Silence as Yoga. Okay. Written by Swami Paramananda. Actually, it's from the Ramakrishna Mutt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just a very small booklet, mm -hmm. but so beautiful. It's called Silence as Yoga. Mm -hmm. And the first few lines of the book, they say, just like the seed that stays silently underneath the soil. It's not that it is incapable. It's not that it's, it's waiting for the right time. It has that infinite potential to become the huge tree. But it has to wait for the right time. It has time. to wait for the right time. <laughs> it's very beautiful. So profound. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that book is really very beautiful. Silence as Yoga. So I think with that, should we go on to the next clip? Right. Yeah. I think this is the uh, sixth clip in that discourse. Okay. Dana Nidiki, Lokamulo, Kuni recommended to Katubatu Chestuntar. For the treasure, they put certain restrictions and certain protections. Banks have plenty of money. They provide security. security. If you should get that money, you have to break the doors, you have to break open the locks, you have to remove the watchman. Then only you can get hold of that wealth. Is it not 
in the same way for this wealth of bliss it is very well protected deenini kaapade etanti emiti what is it that protects this one ahankaram ane sarpamu sarvatra sancharistune untuntadi ye nirviramanga kodanu tirugutuntadi the snake of ego goes round and round this wealth and tries to protect this wealth kanuku dane daggariki evaru polekapothunnaru that is why no one is able to go to this wealth of bliss yavadu ee ahankaram ane sarpamu nirmoolamu gaavintaru vaanike ee aanandam ane nidhi labhyamavutundi the one who kills this snake of ego will be able to get hold of the bliss of joy kanuku ee ahankaram kevalamu agnanam cheta aavarinchinatundi this ego is full of ignorance ee ahankaram nokka kaaranam em what is the reason for this ego dhanama kaaranam is it wealth leka balama kaaranam is it strength leka sthanama kaaranam is it adhikarama kaaranam vidyana kaaranam ivu evi kaaranam kaadu ivanni alpamainatundi shaktulu the education all these things are very small excuses ivanni ahankaranaki etla kaaranam avutayi how can they be a cause for the ahankara or the ego deha bhrantiye deeniki mula kaaranam it is the delusion of the physical body alone which is responsible for this ego ivanni enta kaalam andukosame chankaracharya ma kurudana jana yauvana garvam harati nimisha kaala sarvam ma kurudana jana yauvana garvam ee dhanamu balamu ee yokka sampadanu gurinchi అహంకారపడుతున్నాడు ఇది ఎంతసేపు క్షణములో క్షణములో మార్పు చెందుతుంది యూ మ్యాన్ ఈ సఫరింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ప్రైడ్ అండ్ వ్యానిటీ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ ద వెల్త్ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ ద స్ట్రెంగ్త్ అన్ అకౌంట్ ఆఫ్ బ్యూటీ ఎట్సెట్రా ఫర్ హౌ లాంగ్ విల్ దే లాస్ట్ ఇట్ దే ఆర్ ఆల్ మొమెంటరీ ఇవందరూ కూడా అనుభవించినటువంటి వ్యక్తులు ఎక్కడ ఉన్నారు స్థిరంగా వేర్ ఆర్ దోస్ పీపుల్ హు హావ్ ఎంజాయ్డ్ ఆల్ దిస్ థింగ్స్ నౌ గొప్ప గొప్ప పదములనంత ఏలి సిరి సంపదలను అనుభవించి ప్రఖ్యాతిని పొంది రారాజులుగా మారి చక్రవర్తులుగా మారినటువంటి వ్యక్తులంతా ఎక్కడున్నారు ఇప్పుడు వేర్ ఆర్ దోస్ పీపుల్ హూ హ్యావ్ ఎంజాయ్డ్ గ్రేట్ వెల్త్ అండ్ గ్రేట్ ప్రాపర్టీస్ అండ్ ఉన్నారా లేక వారి స్థానంలో ఉన్నాయా వారి యొక్క ధనం ఉండదా ఏదీ లేదు ఈజ్ దేర్ వెల్త్ ఫౌండ్ ఆర్ దే ఫౌండ్ ఈజ్ దేర్ పొజిషన్ పర్మనెంట్ నథింగ్ ఈజ్ పర్మనెంట్ దే ఆర్ నాట్ ఎట్ ఆల్ ఫౌండ్ ప్రాచీన కాలం నుండి భారతదేశం నందు అనేక మంది అనేక రకములైనటువంటి యొక్క సాధనలు సలిపి ఇవన్నీను అనిత్యము అనిత్యమని లోకానికి చాటుతూ వచ్చారు గ్రేట్ సోల్స్ అండ్ సేజస్ హ్యావ్ డన్ లాట్ ఆఫ్ పేరెన్స్ టు ఫైండ్ అవుట్ అనిత్యం అసుఖం లోకం అని చాటిపోయింది ది సేమ్ థింగ్ హెస్ బీన్ డిక్లేర్డ్ బై భగవద్గీత దిస్ వరల్డ్ ఈజ్ ఇంపర్మనెంట్ అండ్ ఫుల్ ఆఫ్ సారో నిరత సత్య ప్రౌఢి ధరణి నేలిన హరిశ్చంద్రుడి ధరభాసి చనగలేదా వాజ్ నాట్ హరిశ్చంద్ర కంపేర్ టు లీవ్ దిస్ వరల్డ్ ఆల్ దో హీ ఫాలోడ్ ది పాత్ ఆఫ్ ట్రూత్ ఎల్ల లోకములేల యశగు శ్రీనల రాజు తన వెంట భూమిని కొనుచుచనాజ్రీ కృతయుగంబునకు అలంకృతి చేయు మాధాత సిరి మూట గట్టుక నరుగజనన మాల్దాత హూ వాస్ అ పీస్ ఆఫ్ డెకొరేషన్ ఫర్ కృత ఏజ్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ కుడి 
कैरी विथ हिम इधर नेलनाटी संपद विद्यु मनो మనం ఏది చేస్తామో అది మాత్రం మన వెంట వస్తుంది వాట్ ఎవర్ వి డూ యు ఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు క్యారీ ది రిజల్ట్స్ ఆఫ్ దట్ మంచిని చేసి మంచిని తీసుకోండి డూ గుడ్ అండ్ రీప్ ది ఫ్రూట్స్ దేర్ ఆఫ్ ఏ విత్తనాలు నాటతామో అదే ఫలమే మనకు లభిస్తుంది వాట్ ఎవర్ సో సీడ్ యు సో ది సేమ్ ఫ్రూట్ యు ఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు గెట్ తాత్కాలికంగా దీనిని అలక్ష్యం చేస్తున్నారు ది స్టూడెంట్స్ యు ఆర్ విశ్వత్రు ఏ నాటికైనా కూడాను ఇవి भारतीय in this particular theory of action and the fruits thereof kanuka mee hrudayamulo manchini aavirbhavimpa cheskoni therefore develop good thoughts in your heart nenu atma swarupudanu consider yourself as the very embodied brahma swabhavamu my very nature is nature nenu ee pani cheyataginida cheyataganida is it appropriate to my nature to do this particular thing or not nenu atmaga undi ఈ అనాత్మ సంబంధమైనటువంటి తుచ్ఛ కార్యములను నేను ప్రవేశించడము మంచిదా కాదు అనేటువంటి ప్రతి కార్యమునందు కూడా తన యొక్క దివ్యత్వాన్ని తాను స్మరించి కార్యములో ప్రవేశించాలి వాట్ ఎవర్ వర్క్ యు అండర్టేక్ రిమెంబర్ యువర్ డివైన్ నేచర్ అండ్ అండర్టేక్ దోషములకు దూరం అవుతాడు దెన్ ఓన్లీ యుల్ బీ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ ఆల్ డిఫెక్ట్ దోషములకు దూరం అవుతాడు యుల్ బీ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ బాండింగ్ దోషములకు దూరం అవుతాడు యుల్ బీ ఫ్రీ ఫ్రమ్ ఆల్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ డిసీజ్ ఆత్మ ఆశలో ప్రవేశిస్తాడు then you will get into the aspiration of atma ilanti vicharana vidyarthulaku atyavasaram students should develop this kind of thinking manam chaduvutunnam we are studying goppa goppa degree teesukuntunnam we are taking big degrees inka videshalakanta velli inka adhikamainatundi degree pondutunnam we are going to obtain greater degrees than this ee yokka chaduvulu chadivi మనం దేనిని సంపాదిస్తున్నాం వాట్ ఈస్ ఇట్ దట్ వీఆర్ గోయింగ్ టు అచీవ్ బై దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఈ చదువులు చదివి ఉద్యోగంలో చేరి ఆఫ్టర్ దిస్ స్టడీస్ అండ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ మోసాలు చేయటం కోసమా అబద్ధాలు ఆడటం కోసమా పొట్టను పోషించుకునే కోసమా కాదు కాదు ఈ చదువులు ఇలాంటి అపవిత్రమైన మార్గంలో నా ప్రవేశపెట్టడం హూ షుడ్ నాట్ దిస్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఈస్ నాట్ మెంట్ ఫర్ టేకింగ్ బ్రైబరీ for deceiving people for going in the wrong path certainly not for that parunan mosaginchi pottanu povichinchukovali anukunte ee vidyalu enduku if you want to earn by deceiving others why this education at all 
కనుక మన విద్య ఆత్మ విద్య అవర్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఈజ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ ఆఫ్ ఆత్మ దీని ద్వారా మనము పవిత్రమైన ఆదర్శవంతమైనటువంటి యొక్క దీనిని మనం లోకానికి అందించాలి వీ హ్యావ్ టు ఆఫర్ అవర్ లైఫ్ టు గో యాజ్ అన్ ఐడియల్ స్టూడెంట్ అండ్ ఇన్ ది ఐడియల్ పాత్ ధ్యానుడు పొట్ట నింపుకునే కోసమని రెండు చేతులు నిచ్చాడు ఫర్ ఫిల్లింగ్ దిస్ స్మాల్ స్టమక్ గాడ్ రెండు చేతులు ఎందుకు పని జరిగితే పని చేస్తే కష్టపడి శ్రమిస్తే పొట్ట నిండదా ఇవ్ యూ వర్క్ హార్డ్ విత్ బోత్ హ్యాండ్స్ కెన్ యూ నాట్ ఫిల్ యువర్ స్మాల్ స్టమక్ మనం రెండు చేతులతో శ్రమించి పని చేయటం లేదు వీ ఆర్ నాట్ వర్కింగ్ హార్డ్ విత్ బోత్ హ్యాండ్స్ కనుకునే మనము ఈ అవస్థలకు గురి అయిపోతున్నాం దట్ ఈస్ ద రీజన్ వై వీ ఆర్ పుట్ టు ట్రబుల్స్ మనం కర్మన్యేవా అధికారశ్చ మన కర్మనే మన ప్రధానమైనటువంటి లక్ష్యము వీ హ్యావ్ ఎవ్రీ రైట్ ఫర్ యాక్షన్ పవిత్ర కర్మలు ఆచరించాలి వీ షుడ్ డూ సేక్రెట్ ఆదర్శవంతమైన కర్మలు ఆచరించాలి ఐడియల్ యాక్షన్స్ అన్యులకు సహాయకరమైనటువంటి కర్మలు ఆచరించాలి హెల్ప్ఫుల్ యాక్షన్స్ ఇన్ ద సర్వీస్ లోకోద్ధారమునకై మనము తగినటువంటి జీవితం నీకును అంకితం చేయాలి వీ షుడ్ ఆఫర్ అవర్ లైఫ్ ఫర్ ద గుడ్ అండ్ గ్రేట్నెస్ ఆఫ్ ద వరల్డ్ రూపం the world is the very embodiment mana deshamu mana yokka matru deshamu idi matru swabhavamu we should love our country as our motherland kanuka itti matru bhavame mana endu lekapothe manam inka ye vidhanga ee yokka jagatlo undagalamu if we don't develop such sacred feeling of love of the mother what is the use of this life at all i think swami straight away answered the question which i we started beginning with i said where does practice and precept come in this mm-hmm. you know so beautifully the first part of the discourse swami spoke about being in that state of advaita understanding that you are the atman correct and now swami started breaking it down and saying that if you are in that state how will you conduct yourself how mm-hmm. will you live in a society how you will become a better citizen in the society you are living in it's so beautifully and seamlessly swami has connected the two states Correct. which we often think that you know that and this don't don't go together so very beautifully swami has connected yeah. it my understanding of the whole thing is love without duty is divine divine yeah. now because you think that being a good citizen i have to be patriotic the moment you think you have to be you're doing it as a duty the moment you think i am so and so i have to do this it's a duty it is something which you think you have to do but love without duty that is beyond the bounds of duty when every act of yours is based unconditional love yes unconditional spontaneity that spontaneity yeah. the moment it comes you are in that state of oneness because it's your nature <laughs> it's your nature yes yeah. that's the beauty and the moment it becomes spontaneous i think that's what it is then you are there this whole uh, analogy of having lot of wealth and lot of precious things locked up in an iron box and he says you have to actually hit the watchman and then go <laughs> to get the treasure that's what swami would often sing payo ji maine naam ratan dan payo yeah. or vanquish the snake yeah of ahamkara <laughs> correct he says it that precious treasure that of you have this. is locked up deep inside yeah so he says ahamkara is the serpent that is <laughs> guarding that i had one a beautiful opportunity to pray to bhagwan mm-hmm. how to really vanquish the ahankar you okay. know it so happened that i wanted to come to prashanti nilayam mm-hmm. a little bit of digression here sure mm-hmm. i wanted to come to prashanti nilayam to observe the ishwaram madivas mm-hmm. and something that normally doesn't happen with students because at that point of time we are in brindavan right so i just written a letter to swami mm-hmm. 
and in the evening mr c sinivas who was a warden mm-hmm. he just called me and said swami has accepted your letter and your prayer mm-hmm. and he has called you to prashanti nilayam and mm-hmm. imagine at that point of time at that age that feeling of self importance mm-hmm. <laughs> then it was announced that uh, sunam is going to mm-hmm. prashanti nilayam mm-hmm. and you can write your letters and he will take it so almost i felt <laughs> like an ambassador <laughs> carrying everyone's letter like a duta yeah. and i came to prashanti nilayam mm-hmm. and with that feel again i sat right in the front mm-hmm. thinking that swami will just come and ask me when did you come ipudu chao <laughs> nothing like that happened he just came out crushed me uh. he just went out and gave darshan and i thought while coming back he would take me in he didn't do that mm-hmm. then i went inside the bhajan hall mm-hmm. and i sat there mm-hmm. and then of course there was a bhajan which i had not been allowed to sing for a long time mm-hmm. but then i sang that song allahu akbar mm-hmm. then after the bhajan Mm. By the time I was very much penitent I had been doing my introspection and everything <laughs> but then after the mangal aarti mm. he did something very unconventional mm. you know in the true sense of the term mm-hmm. after the aarti he took me to his room into mm. the interview room through mm. his door mm. from okay. there he led me into the interview room mm. the moment he closed the door he faced me mm. and said itna ahankar karta hai kitna itna ahankar karta hai <laughs> it was he was so much in pain like mm. you know it sounded like that mm. that i felt that i could feel it then i said swami may i broke down and said swami may kya karu ho jata hai swami ahankar ho jata hai it just happens i have no control on it swami mm. then swami said dekho aisa karna jab bhi ahankar hota hai sai shwararpan mastu ye mantra bolo kaisa then i said swami sai shwararpan mastu itna easy hai <laughs> ऋषि के लिए पहले बहुत डिफिकल्ट था यू हैव टू डू साधना स्वामी वॉज टेलिंग टू टू यू गेट ओवर द अहंकार यू हैव टू डू सो मेनी साधना हियर इज सिंपल एज आई ऑफर इट टू यू देन उसका मीनिंग क्या है उसके ऊपर ध्यान देना है ऐसे बोलने से नहीं होता है फिर उसमें ध्यान देना है साई श्वरा अर्पण मस्तु द मोमेंट यू से दैट देन द बर्डन ऑफ वट एवर यू हैव डन योर एक्शन all your volitional acts everything just gets wiped away oh. and there is no ahankar swami said <laughs> so since that day till date mm. whatever i do in my life mm. again and again it keeps coming because i know that the hoods of ahankar it keeps you know rising up oh. so we need to again and again constantly remind ourselves mm. and say that sai shwararpan namastu sai shwararpan is a maha mantra for me at least and uh, for everybody for the whole, world, for for the whole world so <laughs> so grateful to you for sharing such a beautiful things so so beautiful it's so amazing yeah. <laughs> in fact you know someone was explaining this very thing where you say offering it to god yeah and they said why do you have this symbolism in most religions where when you offer something to god you throw it in fire Mm-hmm. you have yagnam homam you throw it into fire why not have a bowl of or a trough of water and put it in that yeah. why offerings into fire because fire is the one place where when you put it it's irretrievable mm-hmm. everything that comes out of that offering and that offering itself is irretrievable yeah so that's that's why they say when you offer something to god your act or your emotions you say that i'm offering it in entirety i don't want anything back from it yeah there is absolutely no good effects or bad effects from it mm. entirely offering it to god i think when swami said it's not just saying it mm. but understanding what you means which means you're not entertaining any thoughts after that of self guilt or of you know anything which comes out of that act pure renunciation tyage nahi ki amrita to manju what swami said 
you know i was just uh, reading few days back about uh, the birth of subramanya swami okay. kartikeya mm-hmm. actually part of kumara sambhava of kalidasa oh. just you know happened to get interested and i was just reading it so very beautifully he says he describes the penance of parvati mm. now if you take parvati as all of us prakriti and lord shiva is atma um, the one who is ever immersed in the bliss of atman so he is sitting there lost in penance and in uh, complete uh, you know identity with the atman parvati is going there and serving him and uh, mother parvati is doing the seva mm-hmm. and he is just uh, accepting it in a very very detached and uh, he is always in tune with the atman mm-hmm. and then uh, manmata comes and then he tries to spring this uh, whole uh, relationship between uh, lord shiva and mother parvati. parvati there he says it is like the mind Mm-hmm. He says the mind, which tries to, uh, you know, bind Mother Parvati to yeah. that form. Oh. So when Mother Parvati is trying to get the Lord's attention on her form, immediately the third eye opens and Manmata is burned down. Oh. <laughs> so the third eye just opens and Manmata is immediately the mind is just burnt. Yeah. So then Mother Parvati realizes that you cannot go close to the Lord by any other means. so she goes and gives up her body attachments mm-hmm. she gives up her identification with the body mm-hmm. in fact it's written there when she goes back to her father her father was the one who initially said you have to get married only to lord shiva because narada came and whispered the cosmic secret into mm-hmm. his ear mm-hmm. so he was saying but after this thing happened and seeing the rudra roop of lord shiva lord shiva just burnt manmata and vanished from there mm-hmm. so now it is left to mother parvati that she has to uh, earn his grace again yeah so then her father who was the one who proposed it in the first place asked do you think you'll be able to do it mm-hmm. you saw his form you saw his she says nothing he says whatever it is then she does penance she goes beyond her body consciousness and that is when lord comes and accepts her i think the whole story has a very sweet and you know very symbolic meaning yeah, of yeah. if you want to really go close to the lord lord shiva or the atman you have to go beyond body consciousness mm-hmm. it's the coming together <laughs> of being and becoming that's true yeah <laughs> that's true so when i was just reading that and ahankara uh, swami says yes. aham plus akaram you are attracting attention yes. on your body and you think you are his body you can't win the lord like that <laughs> the same like how you narrated yes. this incident yes, very beautiful that beautiful padyam which swami says you know mm. of all the kings and mm-hmm. swami even adds rama's name in that so he says even the mm-hmm. avatars have come and gone, gone. they have not taken anything mm-hmm. no even if you are an avatar what mm. you take from this place is going to be nothing correct and and you know with so much of uh, emphasis swami says the great souls who have nothing to gain from your detachment mm. I've told you this truth mm. that this world is unreal. There's mm. nothing there in this world, but you're mm. not ready to listen. <laughs> It's a feeling Swami expressed in an earlier discourse also. Mm-hmm. Swami says you're ready to listen to those who are selfish. Mm. You know, when you talk about advertisements, you talk about the lobbying which happens here. Mm. It's all information given to you with a very, very selfish and ulterior motive. Mm. Swami says we are biting into that, mm. but people who have renounced everything in the world, they are coming and tell you this is the truth. Mm. this is the right path this is what you should do but you're not ready to listen to that the words of those selfless people you're not re- ready to listen yeah. and accept 
<laughs> that's again that Swami is telling these great souls who have done penance and they have understood that this is anithyam mm. but you don't want to listen to them <laughs> on some occasions Swami has uh, so beautifully said that you know it really makes you total renunciate done and dear the moment you hear about it you know because mm. we are all the time proud about our physical our body and we are so conscious of the body and mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. around us mm-hmm. at a very gross level mm. and then Swami said you are just like a worthless you know chest mm-hmm. yes you know it it is a, a worthless iron chest iron chest mm. and if there is anything worthwhile there mm. and if you are being respected by people it's because of the contents of the iron chest <laughs> correct and the contents of uh, the atma mm. and the bliss attached to the atma so because of the atmic bliss the iron chest which is so worthless mm-hmm. rusted it mm. has uh, so much value and the day the atma is not there in fact on do you remember that beautiful uh, upanishadic story that swami talks about the the different limbs of the body mm-hmm. they quarrel and they try to s- prove that i am more important yeah, is it kathopanishad oh i am not yeah. sure so they try to tell that uh, you know each one of them mm. tries to say that i am the most important mm-hmm. and ultimately the atma listens to the whole thing and says okay if you guys are important i, I think I, i think i'll take leave this <laughs> other <laughs> thing which swami is telling you know about uh, swami is putting in perspective the knowledge which you seek otherwise and the real knowledge which swami wants you to seek swami is saying that Correct. you know the knowledge which you spend years of your life seeking you just to fill your stomach it just requires you to do a little bit of hard labor and you can fill your stomach mm-hmm. swami is saying it's so simple but you're wasting so much of your time in that you know the real knowledge is which is what you come here for you're missing out on that and to fill this small stomach you're filling all your time yeah and so beautifully that swami is connecting with when you understand it's so simple to lead a life then the chance of you being getting into corrupt practices the chance mm. of you manipulating people and the chance of you being selfish all that fades away when you realize it's so simple to lead a life it's so simple to oh. just live also here where swami says when you are leading your life when you are doing actions before every action pause and think right i am the atma is it proper for me to do such an act or not <laughs> that yeah. sets everything in perspective you know it's interesting slight digression from here mm-hmm. there was one um, astrologer whom we met who could just see your face and tell you everything about you Mm-hmm. and uh, you really need not uh, have to tell him your birth date and everything you just sit in front of him and uh, he will look at your face okay people may call it face reading anything mm-hmm. but uh, this person was so amazing then he said you know the, the reason why i'm telling you all this you can also do it anybody can do it mm-hmm. then we asked him how do you do it he says only two things first is forget yourself and think 100% for the benefit of the person sitting opposite you mm-hmm. selflessly if you think what i am going to say is purely for his benefit mm-hmm. then words will just flow <laughs> he says words will flow. and it's amazing because the way he predicts he talks about your past the your innermost secret is almost like swami standing in front of you and speaking to you i mean the way he predicts you can never say everything Stunting. of uh, yeah. what he says may not be right but 99% things were so accurate. accurate and then he said i'm telling all this only to uh, make you also he's a normal postman he's just there mm-hmm. 
and he doesn't even do this like a profession but for few of us who know and meet him he just brings out this beautiful truth he says you can do it so he says every action that you do if you forget yourself and you're limiting yourself thinking that i am this i am this he says forget yourself and think the person who's sitting in front of you is yourself and you have to think for the welfare of that person automatically words will come he's just your extension exactly yeah. automatically words will come so there's a <laughs> so connection there is an interlink a connection what, already very beautiful yeah. so he says every action i do just think i am the atma is it proper for me to do or not <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was just a small digression but when you can actually do things not keeping in mind that i am so and so i am so and so so when i am doing this body i should not think i am sai prakash i am going to play the harmonium for the mandir bhajan now i should just think uh, i am the atman playing it <laughs> and if we could take it to the next level uh-huh. even at the point of simulation uh-huh. that uh, everybody is the same atma correct then mm-hmm. there would be nothing else except this advaitic anubhuti mm. even you know at our level mm. we would start on a very you know mm. on the right note very true and this exactly what happens when uh, gyana deva i think tells the buffalo to chant vedam exactly uh, he is actually uh, calling out the atma from within the dunnapota yeah yeah <laughs> the buffalo and uh, it chants the vedam because there is infinite potential in everybody yeah <laughs> so one of the uh, advaitic teachers you know he says mm-hmm. see what swami said in the second discourse the body mm. is jadam mm. body is inert mm. okay since you think that you are this body mm-hmm. you have the limited ability of extending your chaitanya only mm. to this body correct yeah. correct yeah. because you are so immersed in the idea of the body mm. so well if you are able to remove this idea that i am this body you mm. can insert the chaitanya in anything and make it do anything very true it becomes infinite yeah it becomes infinite just what swami did mm. he could create objects because he could make the atom obey what he wanted know mm. what he was telling he said your ability to remove your this mm. asakti or chaitanya what swami says mm. from this body and insert it to anything and make anything do anything yeah beautiful you know coming back to this uh, thing of swami is telling that if you think that you are the atman you will not do these things mm. reminded of a conversation i had with one of our uh, former students he is from the army mm-hmm. he gave a very interesting thing you know a perspective he said see if you join the army you need to go through so much of training before you're given a gun in your hand okay okay yeah. just take it to the other side you know the indian army is all the time uh, battling with terrorists and extremists mm-hmm. he said those guys mm. it takes only 3 days mm. they catch a youngster maybe a 16 17 year old 3 mm. days of training and he is given a gun and he is sent into the war front mm-hmm. <laughs> So he said what is the difference hmm. he said to teach a man to shoot it takes only 3 days hmm. but to give a gun to a man and to teach him not to shoot it takes months <laughs> wow <laughs> beautiful. so beautiful hmm. and you know swami is telling here that self knowledge will lead you to this kind of thinking i am the atman should i do this should i not do this is this the right thing to do hmm. he said that ability to hold yourself back and do the right thing hmm. that needs really months and months of training and that is the true knowledge that worldly knowledge he says that no no i am educated i can do this i am i am entitled to this i am allowed to do this hmm. the ability to use your senses indiscriminately you don't need hmm. the ultimate knowledge that's really. true and here swami actually ends it this clip in a very beautiful point and one of his most favorite points that is patriotism and yeah. then i think we should play that we can go to the next, next clip, clip. a 6 minute clip it will be very interesting because swami is hmm. 
yeah. really firing up right <laughs> so, <laughs> it would be a good clip to end the sure. i mean wakala ka samayamlo kalakatta university lopala subhash chandra bose chaduthu unnadu once upon a time subhash chandra bose was undergoing his studies in the university of kolkata andulo oka british lecturer bharat deshanni భారతీయులను గురించి కొంచెం అలక్ష్యంగా హేళనగా తాను చెప్పుతూ ఉండేటువంటి వాడు దెర్ వాస్ ఎక్చరర్ ఫ్రమ్ బ్రిటన్ హూ వాస్ మేకింగ్ ఫన్ ఆఫ్ అండ్ క్రిటిసైజింగ్ భారత్ కానీ ఈ విధమైనటువంటి తన మాతృదేశం యొక్క దూషణను తాను వినలేకపోయాడు బోస్ వాజ్ నాట్ ఏబుల్ టు హియర్ ద క్రిటిసిజం ఆఫ్ హిస్ మదర్ ల్యాండ్ ఇది నా ప్రియ మాతృదేశము This is my dear motherland. This is my dear mother-in-law. This is my dear mother-in-law. This is my religion. This is my This is my religion. This is my very religion. Desha abhimana me lekunda. Deha me yukka dinne manam vicharan chekunda. Manam jeevin chuttu nama ante. Iti nijamga manak matru deshanga bhovishtu nama. Kaadu kaadu. Matru deshamana kemayana kudan nini chagam cheyalani sankal pinchukun nadu. Subhash Chandra Bos. He took a firm resolution for the sake of his dear motherland. he should be prepared to give up anything kaani vichchana ganam gnanam kaliginatunti vaadu kanaka kontha sepu opik pattukunnadu but he was blessed with a lot of discrimination he exercised patience kaani vinalekapoyadu aa maatalu but the criticism continued he was not able to bear vakkatoni moodu dustlanta egiri poyesesi aa yokka british vanni tala pattukoni tana cheetunnatunte cheppunu iskonu uurike kottesadu he jumped over three benches in one go and caught hold of nenu 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 sahisthanu నా మాతృదేశాన్ని నేను దూషించడం నేను సహించలేను ఐ కెన్ బేర్ ఎనిథింగ్ బట్ నాట్ క్రిటిసిజం ఆఫ్ అవర్ మదర్ ల్యాండ్ జన్మని జన్మభూమి వచ్చే స్వర్గాధిపతి గరియేసి నేను నరకమునకుపోయినా పర్వాలేదు నా యొక్క దేశం యొక్క విషయాన్ని నేను కాపాడుకోవాలి ఐ ఆమ్ ప్రిపేర్ టు గో ఈవెన్ టు హెల్ దృశ్యాన్ని చూసినటువంటి విద్యార్థులందరూ కూడా ఏమీ చేయలేకపోయారు స్టూడెంట్స్ హూ సా దిస్ సైట్ for finding themselves helpless kevalam puli pillavale egri atanni anek rakamulaga kuda himsistunnadu atanu help me help me help me anantunnadu kaani evaru help led and that teacher began crying please help me help me help me like a tiger cub he pounced upon him and varsta konni chanal lopala university anta prakipoyindi within a few minutes this news spread to the entire university emergency meeting pettukunnaru there was an emergency meeting ఇతన్ని ఇంకా ఐదు సంవత్సరములు ఈ కాలేజీలో ఏమాత్రము మన కలకత్తా యూనివర్సిటీలో అది చదవడానికి అవకాశం లేదని ఒక నిర్ణయం చేసుకున్నారు దే రిజాల్వ్ దట్ బోస్ షుడ్ బి డిబార్డ్ ఫర్ ఫైవ్ ఇయర్స్ ఫ్రమ్ కలకత్తా యూనివర్సిటీ దానితో అతను చదువునైనా కూడా త్యాగం చేశాడు హీ వాస్ ప్రిపేర్ టు గివ్ అప్ హిజ్ ఎడ్యుకేషన్ నిజమైనటువంటిది నా మాతృభూమి నా రక్తమంతా కూడా భారతదేశంలో పుట్టినటువంటిది భారతదేశంలో పెరిగినటువంటిది భారతదేశానికి అంకితం కావాలి మై బ్లడ్ is meant for sacrificing for the sake and for the honor of my own nation my motherland partistu vachadu and that is how he participated in the movements tanri ee yokka vishayanni gurtinchi taanu london ku pampinchadu india lo chadavadaniki avakasam ledhu he did not have an opportunity for further studies here then he was sent to london akkadu kuda nu poyi desha abhimanaanni hrudayamlo pettukunnadu నా పవిత్రమైన భారతదేశము త్యాగభూమి యోగభూమి కర్మభూమి కాదు భోగభూమి 
even after he went to london he always remembered that his motherland that is india is a great country a country which is devoted to yoga and nenu sadavadaniki ochinane kaani ee deshamlo sthiramai povadaniki raaledu i have come to this country only for studies not to settle and down here sadha bhakti tho chadivesesi ics pass chesadu manchi style he studied with a lot of interest and passed his ics examination with distinction tirigi akkada nunchi vachi rajakiyamlone praveshinchar he came back to bharat and entered the politics nenu ee desham yokka aaharam tho ee dehanni poshinchukunnanu my body was its very existence ee desham yokka paniyam chetana jalam chetane na dehanni kaapadukunnanu i have protected my body with the waters of this country kanuka na deshamunaku nenu krutagnata chupinchali i must show gratitude to this motherland chusara adhe vidhamuga mana samasthakkani మనం ఎవరి నుండి ఇంత స్థాయికి మనం వచ్చామనేటువంటి ఒక విషయం కానీ ఆ కృతజ్ఞతను మాత్రం విద్యార్థులు మరవరాదు స్టూడెంట్ షుడ్ ఆల్వేస్ హ్యావ్ దట్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ గ్రాటిట్యూడ్ రిమెంబరింగ్ బై హూస్ గ్రేస్ అండ్ బై హూస్ హెల్ప్ వన్ హ్యాస్ కమ్ అప్ ఇన్ లైఫ్ అది నిజమైనటువంటి యొక్క దీక్ష నిజమైన త్యాగం దాట్ ఈస్ ది కరెక్ట్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ రెజల్యూషన్ స్వార్థాన్ని త్యాగం చేసి పరార్థాన్ని విశ్వసించి పరమార్థాన్ని పొందాలి రినౌన్స్ సెల్ఫిష్నెస్ have firm faith in the transcendental vidya and reach the transcendental goal. bhagavad gita kaani bible kaani quran kaani grandharajam kaani inka ye vidhamaina pavitra gandhamala ainappatikini ivi parayana nimittamai adi aavirbhavinchaledu whether it is bhagavad gita bible quran or any sacred scripture they are not meant only for merely studying and living ఆచరించే నిమిత్తమై అవి అందించినట్టుంటే గంగోవుపాలు గంటడైనం చాలు కడవదైనైన కలవు పాలు కౌ మిల్క్ ఒక టీ స్పూన్ ఉండినా చాలు వై బ్యారెస్ట్ ఆఫ్ డాంకీ మిల్క్ it is sufficient to have a spoon full of cow's milk why have barrels of donkey's milk chaduthuntam bhagavad gita ru parayanu enni chestuntamu edu nooru shlokalu kantham chestunnaru kantaniki baarame tappa tana yokka baadalaku nivarana ye maatram kodunu salpaledu studying and memorizing bhagavad gita any number of times and repeating it is only a burden for your own throat no use that was a clip and Subhash Chandra Bose and you know, that's something which we've always noticed. You could see that fire in Swami's eyes whenever he spoke about at least Subhash Chandra Bose. Hmm? Amazing because once I remember one of those, uh, I think it was Independence Day or so, the students actually put up a drama mm-hmm. and uh, Swami was sitting on the veranda and uh, suddenly Swami was signaling mm-hmm. that he wanted to do something. People were wondering what? Swami says, I want to speak. Mm-hmm. and um, we were wondering why suddenly swami <laughs> because independence day generally swami was not giving a discourse yeah. then when he started his discourse he said there is one speaker put in front of me on which it is written bose <laughs> the moment i saw <laughs> that i wanted to speak on subhash chandra on subhash chandra bose, chandra bose. So <laughs> and he spoke about subhash chandra bose so that beautiful. discourse I, remember, i think in 2005 one of the convocation discourses Uh, I was editing that video which uh, mm-hmm. we, had, we were making for mm-hmm. the convocation time. Mm. 
there Swami was speaking about patriotism. He was speaking about uh, the various leaders. Mm-hmm. At one point, Swami said, see, people always speak about Gandhi, Nehru and mm-hmm. a few of those popular leaders. Mm-hmm. And Swami said, but people are not speaking enough about Subhash Chandra Bose. Swami said, mm-hmm. and when just Swami said that, you know, there's mm-hmm. one person who is not being spoken enough about. Mm-hmm. And Swami said, he's Subhash Chandra Bose. And for two seconds, Swami just choked when Swami mm-hmm. said that. Mm. And that was the time when we were not uh, seeing Swami getting so emotional. Swami mm. was that stern self of his always, mm. especially while giving a discourse. Mm. But because we were doing that editing and we mm. were having a very close-up shot of that, we saw for two seconds Swami mm. just swallowed, and, in, mm. and you know you could see that uh, Swami had become emotional just mm. taking the name of Subhashchandra Bose. What I would feel is, you know, whenever Swami spoke about uh, any of these patriots. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons why uh, Swami exhibits that uh, that type of emotion, and you know, it could be a message to all of us that you know you don't live for your swartha, as uh, right. Swami said. You know, that concluding statement. So, yeah, concluding statement. It is for Paratha because these were people who lived very selflessly, and they never really thought about their own individual identity and their happiness because they had merged their identity with the totality. And that is one reason why they deserved so much, you know, uh, love of Bhagwan. But uh, I am reminded of uh, so many occasions on which Swami has given an entire exegesis on, you know, the this patriotism that Swami talks about. And, mm. uh, you know, a lot of people would have uh, questions in their heart that, oh, is it patriotism all about a country? Mm. Love for a country. Mm. Mm. But on many occasions, Swami has said that, you know, when you talk about Bharata Desha, Bharati is Bhavaragatala. Mm. It's an abstraction, it's a universal abstraction. Mm. And taking it to the next level, Swami has said that true patriotism is when you live in nature, mm. when you live for nature, your love for nature, the whole of uh, sentient and insentient beings, the whole of you know humanity, mm. the whole of creation, the whole cosmos, when you fall in love. And this Vasundhara, this, you know, your country is not only a geographical configuration, you know, but your country is this whole entire universe, it's your, is your country. So, mm. patriotism at that level, that is one thing. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing that Swami has said on many occasions uh, is, uh, you know, you have come from a land of bliss. Mm-hmm. You belong to that. Now that you are just loitering around here, <laughs> caught up in your in this samsara mm. and samsara is nothing but uh, you know these five elements and then your uh, manas buddhi chita ahankar mm. and then because you are caught up there never forget the bliss though you are enjoying here now mm. in this duality mm. but never never forget the bliss of that land to which you belong <laughs> so you should be all the time dwelling on that so that is paramartha <laughs> so at the paramarthic level Swartha to Paramartha, that is definitely there. But to reach Paramartha, we should all the time dwell in Paramartha. So that message that Swami has all the time so beautifully given us. Talking about patriotism, almost most of his discourses, you really find this coming through. Mm. Especially even the convocation discourses where Swami is addressing students. is always firing up with this patriotism. In fact, I remember very clearly one of, after we finished our... Um, college we were waiting for a few months and uh, one of those interviews when Swami called with so much of involvement and so much of passion Swami said you go today go to villages and serve 
i will take care of everything of yours and he said start small scale industries mm-hmm. i will help you go start and tell me i will help you because mm-hmm. all the time he is always thinking about uh, that that act that word of bhagwan showed how he is always thinking about how to help this villagers mm-hmm. that uh, the whole sense of patriotism plus seva where you forget yourself and then uh, spend your life bringing somebody else up yes and swami always stood for that because uh, he told you start small scale industries and the whole idea of bringing up our own country yeah. uh, swami always Definitely. stood for yes it applies to every country of course yeah. <laughs> i think that's the thing as uh, sir was pointing out patriotism is a means for giving up that swartha is yeah. a very obvious and a tool which is right in front of us you know mm. whichever country you belong to because it's easy to feel a sense of belonging to a country belonging yeah. and even gratitude gratitude that's what right. he says yeah. mm. that's what the ability to think of mm. the bigger society you belong to you know mm. i think eventually some would expect mm. that that patriotism goes to a sense of mm. gratitude towards the vyashti itself Correct. the entire creation and then you do every act which your motherland benefit. is the paradise right <laughs> some yeah. very often says that mm. and i think i'm really overwhelmed by the way swami has connected patriotism with mm-hmm. you know societal service mm-hmm. with being in that state of yeah. advaitanandam you know <laughs> so beautifully and because towards the end on that clip swami is telling about what's the point in reading everything and mm. you can know the whole bhagavad gita from back to front mm. yeah. if you're not practicing so i think we'll, uh, we'll come to the end of this program so thank you for being with us and mm. i think uh, going back to that wonderful william wordsworth it was beautiful to listen to that and really? i think it's so insightful for all of us even though we've been students we've been here for so many years you could have been spent 15 years with swami but still you would have missed so much really? <laughs> you know that that is how much swami has given in in the sense of explanations and knowledge and you know practical knowledge he's proved and lived through these messages we're hearing them as discourses but i think we've all seen him Uh, teaching these messages by living through them mm. and that is the uh, joy we've all had and thank you for sharing so I, I should sir. thank you I should thank mm. Bhagwan actually for this wonderful privilege that I have been enjoying since last week and this week again and I really look forward to more such weeks Jai Sairam really sure, sir, thank you sir whenever you're here we'd love to have you on this program thank you so much so dear listeners this is the end of this week's program Shravanam Mananam Dhyasanam Thank you for being with us. Thank you for listening to us. If you have any feedback, as always, you can write to listener at radiosci.org. We will keenly look forward to your responses. Till we meet you next week, this is Prem from Team Radio Sci signing off with Sai Prakash and Sonam Sir. Thank you. Jai Sai Ram. Sairam you just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidityasnam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 29th May 2014 Mr Sunam Gamtso an alumnus of Bhagwan's university participated as a guest 
The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian Culture and Spirituality, 1990. The clips played in this episode were from the discourse delivered on 1st June, 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time, same day next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and a loving Sairam from Prashanthi Nilayam.